Thank you for listening to the Better Than Yesterday podcast, hosted by Stark Strength and Conditioning and Stark CrossFit. This podcast is dedicated to CrossFit, nutrition, weightlifting, powerlifting, and helping you to become better than yesterday. To find out more about Stark Strength and Conditioning, check out our website at www.starkstrength.com. Hey everyone, we've got an awesome show today. Um, we've got Ali Jacoby here. She is a previous longtime member turned coach. And um, I've wanted to do a podcast with her for a while just to kind of talk about her her experiences, kind of starting off as a young athlete in uh, in CrossFit, in the sport of CrossFit, uh, training in, you know, a gym setting with adults and all that kind of fun stuff. But uh, I'll turn it over to her and she can kind of give you a breakdown on who she is and, uh, yeah, let you all know. All right. So, yeah, I started here about probably close to six years ago now and... Uh, at the time, I was just looking to get some extra training for the sports I was playing. I was playing volleyball and running track and playing soccer. And uh, so I uh, checked out Stark. It was really close to where I lived. And then uh, a couple years later, here I am coaching outside the gym, though. I am a university student, so I'm in my going into my fourth year of education at the University of Winnipeg. So I've still got three more years left of that, um, majoring in biology, minoring in math. And, uh, yeah. So you're pretty busy, Allie. I'm pretty busy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's, let's go back to the beginning. So basically when you started off here, um, at Stark at our old location, so our old location was 1800 square mm -hmm. feet. It was pretty small. It was like a old convenience store that we had ripped everything out of and rebuilt it from, uh, the ground up inside. And, um, so one day this, this little kid walks in the gym and Go. <laughs> okay. So it was actually my mom's idea to, uh, well, she, she came to me and was like, oh, like I saw there's this little gym right by John Henderson, and that's the junior high I went to previously. And um, she's like, maybe you could uh, maybe do some personal training and just help improve like your vertical for volleyball because I couldn't jump super high and I wasn't like the quickest, fastest athlete. And been told that many times so she was just looking to help me out kind of supplement my my training so I was like yeah sure I remember I went for my first workout and it was Paul and Ryan I still remember this and I had a soccer game that evening and uh, the workout messed me up like my legs I'd never felt before I couldn't even like hold up my leg after so that was really fun but I loved it right away I was like this is awesome and you were how old at the time there I think I was like not quite 16, okay. so probably like, yeah, close to 16, but I was 15 and a half or so, I'd say, yeah. Okay. And that was, I thought it was before that, but that's, because if you started around 2014, yeah. 13, I, I think. 2013, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like your, so your parents were driving you to, to the gym at 6 a.m. Yes, because um, I was very busy in the evening, obviously, like I was still in school and uh I played like every sport possible and I was running. So 6 a.m. was the only time that I could get my training in. So they would drive me because I didn't have a license yet. They would wake up and drive me to the gym. They never complained about it. They they thought it was awesome. So they dropped me off and then picked me up. Luckily, I lived super close, so it wasn't super out of the way. But uh, yeah, I was part of the 6 a.m. club. Yeah. 
that was, I remember those mornings because I think I coached almost all of them, but, um, yeah, it was, it was cool having you come into, to the gym. What was it like training with adults when you were, when you were that age? Uh, definitely very intimidating at first. Like, um, I remember, you know, I'd go to some classes or even in the, in the morning, there wouldn't be a lot of people there. We used to have like seven fifteen classes and uh, it was intimidating whether there was a couple people there or not many people there and everybody is older than you. So at first it took a little bit of getting used to. I mean, I was very quiet. I probably didn't say much. I'd just go in and do whatever I was told and try and soak up everything that, like, that you were coaching and telling us to do. Um, but over time, like, I kind of came out of my shell and everyone there was just like so supportive. Like they wanted you to succeed as much as you did. And if you doubted yourself, like they weren't really going to let you do that. So over time, I'd say like got a lot more comfortable and then they become like, yeah, your family. Cool. So what did your, did your parents have any reservations about that? Or were they like, so how was the workout with like all these like adults or anything? Like what was their thoughts about it? Um, Good question. I feel like uh, they they just they knew that I was loving it, so they were like, "Okay, well that's that's awesome. We'll keep taking you there if it's making you fitter and stronger, and you're enjoying it." And I mean, yeah, I guess I was a little different, but <laughs> in a good way, I guess. Yeah, I, kind of different. I can't see too many kids wanting to get up really early and like hit the gym at six a.m. We we've had some parents that come now and they they bring their kids to the 6am class and the kids are like half asleep yeah. and not, not, you know, they're enjoying it. And maybe once they get going, but the, the first, the first little bit, it's kind of like you're having to prod them along to, to get them going. Yes. I think, um, I mean, had I not have enjoyed it, they wouldn't, they were never going to like force me to do it, but they just knew how much I was enjoying it and how much it was like paying off for me and how, and so like they were, they were all for it. And, uh, yeah. So how is it paying off? I know when you started, you were you were running cross country and you were yes. running like, was it like six days a week or something? Yes, I was running a lot. Um, and so then when I started coming to the gym, I kind of stopped going to like cross country practices and track practices because I wanted to go to the gym. I'd re- I would rather be at Stark. And so my coaches at, at school were like, that's fine because you're still getting better. And somehow I was still, you know, like running faster and and. PRing my like my times and uh, I was like yeah because and running less and running less yeah. running a lot less like I would yeah I was running a lot less like once to twice a couple times a week but uh, the other days I was I was at the gym and I was just getting stronger and obviously you're still getting way fitter and just a different capacity rather than just you know running for like 30 minutes straight so yeah physically it definitely started paying off in terms of um, my running and uh and then in grade 10, I won the cross-country provincials, which I wasn't expecting, but I was probably running, like, the smallest amount I had been mm-hmm. up until then, but I was training hard at the gym, so. All those squats and All deadlifts. All those squats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On it's those amazing. little legs. Yeah. It's amazing how those toothpicks have grown. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it's cool to see, like, I remember you saying how your times were getting faster and you were putting in less mileage, which was cool. Um, just doing more strength training, which which you weren't previously doing. Um, and I think that uh, that really helps with. I know we're gonna we're gonna chat a little bit about uh, 
the young athletes camp that you're going to be running over the summer and um, just how beneficial it can be for kids to to learn proper technique and movement and mechanics and uh, and even doing strength training at a at an earlier age not going you know too heavy right off the bat but finding appropriate weights that are going to challenge you and help you to get a little bit stronger and a little bit better um, you know what's th- those parents out there that are that are unsure of it uh i know i've talked to a few that have mentioned that their kids have gone to you know training camps and stuff like that and they're basically given like a sheet of paper and it's like here's your workouts here's your exercises you're on your own for them so how how is what you're going to be doing with uh these young kids different than than something like that yeah that's a that's a good question um I think for for us here, we put a very big emphasis, as you said, on on movement mechanics. So, like step one is going to be making sure that these athletes are moving well, moving properly, efficiently, before worrying about adding a load to them. But like learning those mechanics just will help them so much in in the sports they're playing, um, and then in the future, like eventually, they probably won't play be playing as much. Um, in terms of like organized sports, but they're still probably going to want to maintain like a healthy, active lifestyle and just building that foundation from such a young age and learning how to move properly and what your body is meant and capable of doing, I think just has such a big payoff. And then doing it under like the eye of somebody that has experience and knows what they're looking for rather than just handing them a sheet of paper and saying, okay, go do your workout. You have no idea what they're going to be doing and if they're even getting the benefit out of what we're what we're going for if they're not even doing it properly. Yeah. I think when when kids end up working out with their teams, I, I find this more with boys, but um, they're a little more competitive. Yes. Um, girls can be competitive too, but uh, the guys are usually like trying to be faster, trying to lift more weight and maybe not paying attention to mechanics as much and more so about like, can I get done before you know my yeah. other teammates and can I lift more? And I find the girls are a little bit more reserved. They're going to really pay attention to mechanics, make sure those are dialed in, and um, and really focus on that stuff. So it's it's cool when you get the kids out of their team environment, and then yes. now you're going to get them into a group where they might not be as comfortable with everyone in there, and then they're kind of forced to listen that, uh, yeah, a little that's more. That's actually that's a great point. That is very true. Um, yeah, because when you're on the team, you kind of everybody knows each other, super comfortable with each other, and it there is that competitive edge. And then, yeah, that can take away from the whole, you know, idea behind what we're doing. It's not not everything's always going to be a race. And yeah, just breaking that down and and uh, making sure they know that is pretty important. So these classes are only going to be about two hours in length. So. Um, I, I know I've talked to other coaches or trainers that have mentioned that they run um, sports-specific camps, and they're just like, I uh, just get the kids to run around for an hour or two, and like they're all hot and sweaty when their parents come pick them up, and parents are happy because they're tired. And any any time I hear that, I'm just kind of frustrated with it because uh, it's that's putting in the the minimal amount of effort. Um, that's just like the kids show up and just get them running around to, to burn off energy, but they're not actually learning anything. They're not actually using their bodies to their full capacity or potential. So for like a two hour class, you are not going to like lay a beating on them for two no. hours. So what's, <laughs> what's this two hours going to look like for them? So uh, we'll come in, always start with a warm up, something to get that heart rate up and then follow that up with some more uh, like a dynamic warm up. So some stretching, um, 
and then movement preparation for whatever we're doing, there'll probably be like a strength component or at least like a um, like a skill or strength component. So they're going to be learning a lot, especially in those first few sessions, you know, how to properly squat or how to properly press something or lift something off the ground. So we'll be spending some time. That'll be a lot slower. It's not going to be super intense. Definitely going to be more controlled. Um, and then um, moving on from that, we'll do some sort of a conditioning piece. So this is kind of where there's less technique involved. You can go a little bit harder. So, you know, things like biking and burpees, stuff where it's not about, like, moving necessarily a load, but getting that heart rate up for sure. Um, we will probably finish with some accessory work, some core work. And uh, so you can see that the whole time is not just going to be running them around, making them sweat for two hours straight, because that's not going to be very effective. They still need to be learning. We want to learn about, like the, like I said, how to squat, how to press, how to lift, um, like lifting things off the ground. And, uh, yeah, so we'll definitely definitely make sure there's some some sweaty sweaty time in there and getting the heart rate up, but it's not going to be the, the sole, like, two hours. There's going to be a lot more involved there. And the conditioning pieces, like you end up doing different things as well. So you're going to be training their their base, uh, their their aerobic base. So yeah. basically, they can recover a bit quicker if they have a good solid aerobic base. And then from there, you can do like interval training and threshold training and all that kind of stuff. So there's there's different capacities that you want your kids or anyone to be able to train in. So whether it's you know sprinting for the puck or the ball or anything like that. Um, or if it's going to be something where it is sustained effort to say you're on the field, like, uh, running around in yeah. soccer and stuff like that, you need a better aerobic base for that with some ability to go and sprint when you need to. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. There'll be, there'll be shorter, more intense, um, like interval training is going to be super useful and like, no matter what sport you play, you can definitely benefit from that. And then just, um, just being able, like you said, being able to recover quicker, that's something like I notice in myself, um, how I can kind of gauge my like fitness improvement is that um, I like I recover quicker, you know, after doing like a short sprint or a short sprint of a workout and then like that heart rate coming down quicker, you can really notice that and that's going to definitely be beneficial when you're on the court, um, like long rallies in volleyball and then having to recover quickly for the next point and just uh, like you said, um, sprinting for the puck, stuff like that. It's just super, super useful. So what, what different sports did you play, um, when you were, when you were training initially, uh, here with us? So when you were back in like, uh, not elementary school, sorry, <laughs> when you were in like high school and stuff. Yes. Um, so what sports were you playing then and how did you feel, um, it benefited you in those sports? You had already mentioned, uh, cross country, so yes. you can, you can skip that, Kay. but anything else? Um, I also played soccer, so I started playing soccer when I was like four and I played all the way up until like, yeah, I guess beginning of high school. Um, and then I also played volleyball. I played school volleyball as well as club volleyball. And that's, that's the sport that I carried out the longest. So I quit soccer and then I played club volleyball for a few more years and, um, yeah, aside from, I played school sports and stuff, but competitively and outside of school, it was soccer and volleyball. So how did it help with, with say soccer and volleyball, your training? So I definitely was on the soccer field. Um, I definitely got stronger. I mean, I always had like a decent capacity in terms of like aerobic, um, like being able to, you know, go for longer periods on the field. But again, like that was even improved, but also just being able to like not get like, jostled off the ball as easily um 
you know, when you're fighting or in the corner and, and like you mean by other players by or other by players. the wind? I, <laughs> by the wind. Uh, I'm talking mostly about other players. Okay. Um, cause I definitely wasn't the biggest, like I was tall, but I didn't have a lot of weight behind me. So, uh, girls would just come in and just, you know, just push me off the ball. I wasn't <laughs> strong enough, but that definitely improved. I could win those battles and like my core strength, just all around strength was, um, was definitely noticeable. Being was able to kick the ball? Being yeah. able to kick yeah. the ball a lot harder, absolutely. Um, yeah, and even just getting a little bit quicker, because uh, I wasn't always the quickest, but a little bit quicker. And then in terms of volleyball, I I was not super strong. Like I couldn't I couldn't even overhand serve. So that was greatly improved. I ended up being able to pull out a pretty decent overhand serve. So that was that like built some confidence for me for sure, because that was something that I wasn't super confident in. And then yeah, like jumping higher, hitting harder, swinging harder, definitely noticeable. So what about, um, I guess, what about your, I don't want to say attitude, but maybe confidence? Like how, how oh, did yeah. that help, um, whether it is in sport or even outside of that? Yeah, I'd say that's probably like the number one benefit that I've gained from starting here and like probably still is to the day. Um, obviously, physically, we talked about all the, the changes. and But I think confidence is probably the largest um, factor in terms of being on the field uh, or being on the court, like just knowing that I belong there, I can compete with these athletes. You know, like I wasn't the biggest kid, I wasn't the strongest kid, wasn't the flashy kid, but just having, um, just kind of having like the comfort of knowing that I am crushing workouts at the gym, I'm getting stronger, I'm getting fitter, and being able to kind of fall back on that in a time of like, oh, I don't know, should I be on the court? Should I, like, do I belong here? And just, um, I think, like building that confidence of like, yes, I'm stronger, I'm fitter, um, I'm capable of doing this in terms of sport, definitely. Um, like mental toughness when I was running and stuff, you know, it definitely <laughs> comes to points in the race where it's hurting and you don't really want to keep going, but it's like, no, you don't quit workouts, you keep going, you get through them, you feel better when you're done. And so that definitely helps. And then outside of sport, I would say just like in school and anything, it's like, um, Sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's hard and it sucks, but <laughs> you got to keep working. And that hard work definitely does pay off. Um, yeah, definitely in school, even more now, like in university when, when it gets a little bit tougher and you're taking some hard courses. But just the, the, like, the mental capacity to know that like, you can overcome stuff, you can work through stuff. Nothing's stopped me up until this point, so you can get through whatever's going to be thrown at me. That's cool. And I guess, when did you decide that you wanted to become a coach? I remember, I think you were probably 16 and you like sat down with me and you're like, when I turn 18, I want to go do my CrossFit level one and I want to become a coach and I want to run a kid's program. Do you remember that? I do actually. I didn't okay. really until you just, you just said that, but I definitely remember <laughs> that conversation. <laughs> you're like, get out. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, so that's funny that you say that. I remember uh, when I like first started, um, my mom was looking on the website and stuff, and you had like a about the coaches, and at the bottom you had um, something that said who who's going to be the next coach or whatever. It was something. Do you remember that? Yeah, for like our coaches development program. Okay. Yes, that. And my mom's like, "Oh, like you never know." And I'm like, at that point, I was like, "I'll never be a coach. I can't be a coach. I'm so young." 
And then I guess just over time, uh, I feel like um, I was definitely putting in a lot of work, a lot of hours and a lot of time like under your like your coaching and 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 other coaches at the gym as well. And I felt like I was just kind of I was definitely learning a lot. And I was like, hey, why couldn't why couldn't I become a coach? Like, I love this. I love what it does for me. Love what it does for other people. And uh, so I do remember saying when I turned 18, you're like, well, why, why not now? And then I think, I think I was 18 when I took the level one, though. And then, uh, yeah, and then started shadowing and just, like, learned a ton. And I definitely had the, the idea in my head of doing a kids, a kids program as well because I've always loved kids and absolutely love CrossFit. So I was like, combine two of my loves. Yeah, sure. Why not? Like peanut butter and bananas, right? Exactly. Meant to be. Yeah. No, that's cool. And you had a a pretty good run at the the kids classes. We started them at the old gym and we've kept it going here. Uh, We were doing Wednesday nights for a while and then switched to Thursday nights. And it's been been going pretty good even now in in spring. Still good turnout and getting some good feedback and good comments from parents and stuff like that. Um, I know some of them have gone to different places for kids programs, uh, like kids CrossFit. Um, and we, we call our start kids, but, uh, parents have gone to other places and mentioned that there'll be like multiple classes going on at the same time. So the kids are, you know, confined to a smaller area. Um, they're not caged or anything like that, (laughs) but they're just confined to a smaller area and can't run around as much. And I know it's like, this is, the only thing that we have going on here when uh, when it is time for for the kids classes so they have like the whole gym floor to themselves so um it's it's cool to seeing like some of the kids coming back time after time and then even hearing from uh parents saying like how their kids have have gained some more confidence from it and these are like these kids are from ages 6 to 12 years old and that's super cool to hear because you know if if they can find something that they're they're in love with that they really like doing and they look forward to going um that that means a lot and i think you know giving them giving them the ability to to have you know that that passion for exercise and being healthy and moving their bodies at a young age is huge i've worked with training clients that are like you know in their 60s women in their 60s um, that have never jumped before and, you know, a box jump or a jump onto a plate or something like that. Because when they were young, when they were, you know, young girls, they were supposed to be young girls and they had to wear a dress and they, you know, weren't allowed to get dirty and all that kind of stuff. And then it's like, now they get to like play and learn and do all this stuff. Oh yes. I, yeah, that's, that's funny that you say that. Like, um, you can tell the kids that they, they come in and lots of them are like super pumped, super excited. They love it. They're always asking like, can we do this? Can we do this? They're like climbing ropes. They're like, uh, 20 foot ropes. These 20 kids foot are ropes. like climbing and to climbing the top. Them all the way to the top. Better yeah. than like half of our members yeah. here. Maybe including myself actually. Um, strength to weight ratio is pretty incredible for some of those kids though. <laughs> Seriously. Um, yeah. And then just, I've talked to some of the parents, like one kid that comes, um, she was kind of worried about how he would do in like the competitive atmosphere and it might be like super frustrating for him, but like he's thriving. He loves it. He's um, like, he loves coming. He wants to come. um, And he's not like uh, deterred by the, the the competitive aspect of it, which is really good because in gym class, I guess he's kind of discouraged by it and stuff. So it's awesome to see him coming in and like, 
working hard and and focusing and he's always telling me that like his muscles are getting bigger and he can barely fit in his pants his pants are gonna rip because his what? muscles are so big yeah he's told me that a few times so that's it's awesome. just good to see that he's he's gaining confidence and and he enjoys coming and moving that's cool <laughs> so i think when whenever kids are starting out you know having a, a good space to to train um good coaches supportive coaches one of uh one of the members that ended up coming here from another gym was told that uh, if you're not working out hard enough, uh, you should be puking every workout. If you're if you're working out hard enough, then then you should be puking. And he, like his parents were like, okay, I guess you know that's what that's what we're being told. And actually, this this kid's mom was a previous training client of mine years ago, and so she had called me up and she's like, "Hey, like, you know, what do you think about this?" I'm like, "That is totally wrong." And uh, totally wrong. He wasn't he wasn't happy or excited to go, but he went because he wanted to get better, sort of thing. And um, I yeah, I was kind of frustrated with that because that's something that can totally turn a kid off from being. Um, you know, fit and healthy and exercising if, if that's what you're supposed to do. And if people are, you know, looking at you and, you know, oh, he went to go throw up again or whatever, like that's not something that a kid's going to be excited to go and do and, uh, you know, want to, you know, want to be around that environment very much. Yeah, I totally agree. Like young people are so impressionable and I think there's definitely like a lot of information out there and, and different influences that can can like really impact somebody's relationship with like exercising and being healthy. And I think it's just important that they're, that they're learning that, well, first of all, yeah, you don't need to be puking every single workout. Um, I don't think I've ever puked after a workout here, to be honest, knock on wood. That's good. That's good. (laughs) But yeah, I just think that it's definitely important to be, to like surround, um, like young athletes and just young kids in general with people that are supportive and, and like knowledgeable and, yeah, it's part of the reason that I want to do this is because I want athletes and I want young people to kind of gain the same same things that I gained when I started coming here, like physically, mentally, and just like the confidence um, that just really made a difference in every aspect of my life. So, so to to maybe jump to something else, um, I don't in the sports that you were playing, I was there was body image a big part of it. Um, yes, I would say definitely. Well, I would say, yeah, I think that's always a thing, especially among girls. So like I was very, I was tall, but I was very thin. Like I weighed like less than a hundred pounds. When I started coming here, I was like less than a hundred pounds. So I've gained 50 plus pounds since then. But, um, that was like that, I, that was a goal of mine, but there were definitely, um, yeah, girls on, even on my team that like the girls girls can be a little bit harsh sometimes and definitely comes from a place I think a lot of times just like insecurity because we're all young and we're all you know going through our own stuff but yeah people would be like oh her legs look like they're gonna snap like she's so skinny she's so weak I had a parent tell me like looks like you need to eat a sandwich and like stuff like that so um which isn't really appropriate especially to like a young person who like I did eat a lot of food, but I was just very active and, and very small. So that definitely, definitely affects confidence. So I don't know. I don't think it's, it's appropriate or necessary to be commenting on, you know, people's bodies, especially at a young age, you know, instead focus on like what their bodies are capable of. Like I want girls and and just young people in general to come here and be like, wow, like I feel strong. I feel empowered because I can do this. I can do a pull up now. Like that's awesome. Rather than being like, 
oh, I'm self-conscious about how I look or, you know, stuff like that. So. And and when you say like you put on like 50 pounds now, she she means like 50 pounds of being jacked. She's, <laughs> she, she trains pretty, like every, well, you take one day a week off, right? I do three days on one day off. So yes, I definitely take rest days. Okay. So yeah, she's, she's pretty like jacked with that extra 50 pounds and that was over what, five years now? Yes. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I know sometimes people are when I'm giving tours or whatever and someone comes in and they see Allie working out and it's, it's like usually a female. She's like, usually don't have the males say, I want to look like that. They might (laughs) think it, but they wouldn't say it. Um, but yeah, there's some of the, the women that come in, they're like, I want to look like that, but I don't want to lift heavy weights. And I'm like, well, she, she does lift heavy weights. And, uh, I don't know. There's that misconception that as soon as you start lifting weights, you're going to get huge. And, uh, yeah. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? Or what can you, what can you say about that? Well, for me, um, a goal of mine when I came in was definitely to get bigger. Like I, I didn't want to, I wanted to gain weight, but I wanted it to be muscle of course. Um, but I think, I think that's a total misconception. Like you're not going to get huge. Like we're talking like guy bodybuilder large just from lifting weights, like lifting weights has such, so many more benefits. Like you're going to get stronger. You're going to, you're going to obviously you know, tone up and become more, more muscular, but that also will help you like burn more calories and, um, and increase your metabolism. So I think like the benefits are, are large and, uh, large, not huge. large, <laughs> but huge, but, uh, no, I've, I haven't really seen a female get huge yet from coming here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. If you're, you know, who did we say that to the other day? Someone was, uh, that was coming in for base camp with me. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, she was looking at, like, one of the other members, and like, oh, I would love to look like that. She was, like, talking about Sarah. Yeah. And then uh, and then Sarah was, I, I can't remember, she was overhead lunging, I don't know how much weight it was. 115, it was, 125 pounds, I think? Yeah. Yeah, overhead. Doing, yeah, so arms locked out, walking overhead lunges, and, like, her shoulders and back are all ripped, and just got back from Arizona not long ago, so she's tanned Sweet and stuff. Tan. So yeah, looking really so good. Like, yeah, so, so then... Uh, Janelle's like, I want to look like that. And it's like, yeah, she's lifting. It was 120-ish pounds overhead and lunging with it. And it's like, you got to be, you know, strong with the shoulders and your core to be able to support that and the legs. Um, So, yeah, she's going through those lunges and it's just like, yeah, you're you're not going to get huge from from lifting weights. You'll get stronger. You'll get more defined. Instead of you to eat eat a lot of extra food. Maybe do some steroids. Yeah, then then you might get huge, but... (laughs) No, that's not, uh, you know, we're not going to be pushing the, uh, the, the food or the steroids no. here. Um, speaking of food, you are going through your precision nutrition course right now, yes, right? Yes, I am. Yes. So I, uh, I signed up for it. Uh, it opened up like early April and I was like in the heat of final exams and I, it came in the mail and I was like, I made myself, I'm like, I can't open this because if I open this, all my exams are going to suffer. I'm not going to be studying for what I need to be studying for. But literally like three days after I finished my exam, I like dove in and uh, I'm super pumped, super excited to be, to be learning all about like exercise, nutrition. And uh, hopefully by the end of the summer, I'll be, I'll be wrapping up precision nutrition and taking on some nutrition clients. That's awesome. We've got, uh, we are doing some work on the back end to get the nutrition side of things all set up and, and dialed in before we roll it out. So there's going to be you that's going to be doing some nutrition counseling and we got Lori Krause as well. So, uh, looking forward to some, some 
opportunity there for for members because I think a lot of people have the the exercise side of things dialed in, and then when it comes to the nutrition side of things, that does take a lot of work. Um, if you want to be successful with it, it does take you know time to to go and shop to food prep, um, and it's just really making consistent good choices day after day after day. I think that's like the golden rule, like consistency in anything. That's yeah. definitely something I've learned and I can just, you can just tell. Um, and that's a big thing with nutrition because there's a lot of like diets and like 12 week this, six week this. And it's like, okay, it might work for that short period. But then what happens after when you want to go back to like living your life and not being super restrictive? Yeah. So it's got to be sustainable. You've got to be able to yeah. do it forever. Not just like, well, yeah. I, I know you can tweak stuff so that you can get to your goals and the further the further you have to go, the more patient you have to be. I had uh one of our members competed in the uh in the Power on the Prairies this past weekend and he was like, Hey coach, why didn't I like I figured I should have lost like f- five pounds over the weekend and I'm like, How how do you figure that? And I'm like, a pound of body fat is worth about 3,500 calories. So, you know, to, to put it in perspective, when I bike from Mountain Bean on Henderson to Lockport and back, that's an hour and a half ride. That's 1,200 calories. I said, to burn 17,500 calories, I would have to ride my bike for 14 and a half hours uh, to, to burn that. And that's not taking into account Epoch or anything like that. That's just like straight riding. And yeah, just the thought of that is like unbelievable so that's that takes a bit of work to get there so it's so much easier to put those calories into your mouth than to burn them off your ass (laughs) so um yeah something to keep uh stay tuned for so some cool stuff coming up but just to just to finish up with uh you know maybe a little shameless plug for the uh the kids (laughs) camp like when where what why how Tell us, Ellie. Yeah, okay. So we got our athlete development program starting in July. It's going to be uh, it? now I'm kind of, it's going to be 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've got a lot going on right now. Tuesdays and Thursdays, 10 a.m. to 12, 10.30 to 12.30. Correct. Twi- 10.30 to 12.30. 10.30 to 12.30. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ages. Age is going to be uh, 12 to 17. So anyone that, like, any athletes, any sports welcome, even those that maybe don't, like, play a lot of sports, but they're just looking to improve overall. Um, I know we've got, definitely got some interest already, but um, I think we're opening just a limited amount of spots. I think we're going to have about 10, 10 spots available. Yeah. And that'll be running through July and August, twice a week for four weeks. You can sign up for one session. You can sign up for both of them. If you sign up for both, there's a little bit of a discount. And yeah, we're just gonna gonna make everybody more stronger, fitter, more explosive, powerful, athletic, faster, overall, faster, better. <laughs> better. So no, that's cool. Uh, and the the kids don't have to have any previous gym experience. Like we're gonna be teaching them everything they need to know in these classes. So if they haven't, you know, lifted a weight before or done squats under a coach's supervision or anything like that, don't worry about it. Ali's going to, Ali's going to take care of them. Yeah. We're going to start square one and, uh, over, over those weeks, we'll build them into some pretty, 
kick butt athletes. <laughs> nice, nice censored way of putting <laughs> it, Ali. So uh, that's that's awesome. Thank you for taking the time to sit down and yeah, chat. Thanks and for having me, Paul. Do you? Is there anything else you want to add? No, I think we've we've covered almost everything. We're really good. Yeah, it. we did. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thanks, thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, hopefully, this podcast makes you and maybe even your kids a little bit better than yesterday. Thank you for listening to the Better Than Yesterday podcast hosted by Stark Strength and Conditioning and Stark CrossFit. If you have any ideas for a guest you'd like to hear on our show or if you have any questions you'd like answered, please send them to us at info at starkstrength.com. Take care, everyone.